Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another day of the Arise and Shine podcast with Gabriel McKnight. We're going to continue in our series for this week, Change. God is calling for change. And I wonder, have you picked up the phone yet? So today's another ring in the call of God to change. And I want to come from today's title, Come to Your Senses. And I want to talk from the life of the prodigal. Uh, The prodigal uh, son was a figure in a parable that Jesus gave to his disciples to teach them some things and to show them some things they should and should not do and to help better illustrate what we as a people should do, which is come back to God. And so we pick it up, Luke 15, 17, where the prodigal has left his wealthy, wise father's house prematurely. He left the house of his wealthy and wise father prematurely. And we pick it up here where he is in a place of dire need, where he is in a place of starvation, where he's in a place of a place of great lack and great need and great frustration. And he says this. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father, how many of my father's workers, how many of my father's employees, how many of my father's servants have bread enough to spare? They have more than enough. And I'm sitting over here hungry. (laughs) I'm sitting over here starving. I'm sitting over here frustrated and my father's servants have peace. And I perish with hunger. Verse number 18. I will arise. Powerful, powerful words. I will arise. I'm going to get up and get going. I'm going to get up and in some cases go back. No, I'm not a strong advocate for us going back, but there are some places in life that we never should have left. There are some places that we left prematurely and we have to go back. There are some people that we were treated very badly and we need to go back and apologize to them. There was something that happened last night and you're waking up this morning. You need to go back and apologize to her (laughs) Or or vice versa. She needs to come apologize to you. Some of you young people, you were disrespectful to your parents and you need to go back and apologize and get that right. Okay, right now, talking like a parent, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Sounds like a person who has finally gets it. Sounds like a person who is repentant. You can be sorry and not repentant. Saul, if we know anything about the Bible, Saul, who God stripped his glory and stripped his calling from was sorry, but David, though he slept with another man's wife and though he killed another man, he was repentant. And there's a big difference in distinction in the two. And God honors repentance, but he does not honor you feeling sorry. Because many times we're just sorry that we got caught, but we have not learned a lesson. So like I said, God prompted me years ago to write down what I learned from the prior year. And I think it would behoove us right now. Some of you have done this already. Some of us have not. Write down what you've learned from that last season. Write down what 2020 taught you. Not your observations, but write down what you learned. Because if we didn't learn the lesson, we're going to repeat the class. If we didn't learn from that experience, we're going to experience, we're going to experience that again. And sometimes I look to, I like to look uh, uh, and sometimes I like to read biographies. Reason I like to read biographies, I like to learn from the mistakes and successes of others. I like to learn from the mistakes and the successes of the Bible is full of real life biographies 
of men's walk with God, men's experiences with God. And there are some things that I can only learn through experience, but there are also some things that I don't have to experience in order to learn it. Right? I don't have to experience the pain and heartache that David had to experience in that God said the sword is never going to leave your house because you did something to an innocent man, a man that had done you no wrong. I don't want to experience that pain, so I'm not going to mess with nobody that ain't messing with me. <laughs> okay? Let's go here. So we talked about being ready. Are you ready to stop doing it your way? Are you ready to stop doing it your way? And are you ready to go full term? Sometimes we step out prematurely to do something that we are actually called and ordained to do. But we stepped out prematurely. We, we skipped the trimester. I'm so glad that for the most part, and I know there are separate cases where this happens, that for the most part, our children are able to stay in the womb the full nine months and go through every trans, trans, uh, and go through every trimester so that they can be thoroughly equipped and developed to handle the elements when they come out. I'm so glad that, that I've learned over the years to just wait on God. Wait, they say go with God, but I'm going to flip that wait on God. Wait on God. Wait on God to give you that release. Wait on God. We talked about it in our lesson yesterday. Wait on God to give you clearance. Go full term. Somebody say that uh, you're wherever you're at right now. See, I'm going full term. <laughs> I'm not going to abort this. I'm not going to birth this prematurely this time. I'm going full term. I have learned the lesson. I want to sidetrack for a second as we're talking about all this stuff about purpose and all this stuff about God's assignments and, and let you know that Purpose is not always pleasing, but it is fulfilling. I began to be bewildered by God. I said, God, you took me out of here and you brought me here, but this is not where I want to be either. Nevertheless, and God brought to my mind Elijah and how God took him from the brook and, the brook and, and led him to the house of a Shulamite woman. And I can tell you, I can't speak for Elijah, but I'm pretty certain he didn't want to be there either. <laughs> but that was the purpose for God for his life at the moment. That's where God wanted him to be for the moment. Purpose is fulfilling, but it might not necessarily always be pleasing. So I don't want us to be despondent when it doesn't quite look like what you imagined. God has a will and God has an agenda. And we are here to fulfill his will and his agenda, his kingdom agenda. And somehow we try to, I talked about us being manipulative. We try, have tried to sneak our agenda in with God's agenda and it's not going to work. Are you ready to come out of, from under hypnosis? Poor people. Poor people. That's my mindset towards some people because it's not their fault, really. When I think about racist people, for some of them, in some cases, I empathize for them because they have spent their whole childhoods being brainwashed and talked into being a certain way and talked into looking at a certain people a certain way. Even though common sense tells you that the same blood that is running through your veins is the same blood running through my veins. It's the same color. Now, if you had green blood and I had red blood, I can understand there might be a difference between us. <laughs> but both of ours makeup is the same. We have the same creator. We're made from the same dirt. Yes, you came from dirt just like I came from dirt, even though you might be white and even though you might be brown and even though you might be red. We came from the same dirt. So it's time to come out from under hypnosis. 
This is your wake up call. This is your time to snap out of it. Understand that doesn't make any sense. So come to your sense. Maybe that don't make sense. So I'm not going to repeat that. Let's go to the next part. <laughs> so. Number one, there's two things. I'm sorry. There are two things that must happen if we are to come to ourselves. And I'm a word person. Any writer, any speaker. We love words. I love words. And one of my favorite words is the word enough. Enough. You have to learn to say in your heart, out of your mouth, and back it up with your actions, enough. There comes a point in time, I, I was at this point, I'm going to give you a real simple example. I was at this point uh, maybe about a year ago, I'm sorry, maybe about six months ago. I was on my phone and um, for some reason I picked up this bad habit of always looking on my phone at Twitter and being on my cell phone a lot more than I used to be. I looked over at my son and I said, what happened to me, son? He said, what, dad? What are you talking about? <laughs> I said, I used to never be a person who would sit down and, and even while people are talking, always look at the cell phone. I find that sometimes the cell phone has a way of using us and we stop using it. It is using us and we're not using it. And I said that day, I said enough. And I logged out on my Twitter account on my phone and I made a promise to myself, a partial promise. <laughs> so Sometimes I'll break it if I really need to look at something or find out something or like with these times that are going on, just find out what's going on in the world. Um, that I'll, I'll only look at Twitter to post something. Or when I want to look at it for leisure time on my iPad or on my laptop or something else to just get away from that convenience of having it right in my hand and, and getting sucked into the uh, the mode of looking at something, wasting a whole bunch of time, precious time. Time is precious. Time is precious. We cannot recapture it once it's been spent. So you always want to look at how am I spending my time? So you have to learn how to say enough and exercise your authority to get up. Enough. I will no longer live like this. Enough. I will no longer allow myself to be on a roller coaster all throughout the day in my mind. Enough. I will stop saying it in my heart, but not backing it up with action. The Bible says that salvation is made through a decision we make in our hearts and it's solidified. It actually we come into that place with the words of our mouth. When we declare out of our mouths, I accept you, Lord Jesus. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. I accept your free gift, Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth. So says the Bible. There, you can't have one without the other. There must be a confession. I'm not afraid to say the name Jesus. I'm not, I'm not going to say his, just his son or I'm not just going to say God. Say his name. We walk around trying to say his name. Say the name Jesus. I don't know where that came from, but I get excited and I also get angry when we refuse and we get so cowardly that we won't say the name Jesus. Take action. Number two, take action. Take action. We said this in point one, but I want to say it again for point two because it bears repeating. I will arise. A decision in heart must be joined by action in order for there to be a reaction. In order for there to be a reaction, a decision in heart must be joined by action before we ever see a reaction. And I want to tell you, if we'll obey God, we're not just going to see a reaction. We're going to see a chain reaction because so many things are hanging upon our change. There are so many. It's a domino effect. Our change has a domino effect on so many things in our lives and the lives of other people. My brothers and sisters are going to get up. Why? Because I'm getting up. My fathers are going to my father and my mother are going to get up. Why? Because I'm getting up. My community is going to get up. Why? Because I'm getting up. 
The church is going to get up. Why? Because I'm getting up. So as we wrap up, a stubborn stallion will never get rode, but a broken mule will enjoy many trips. <laughs> Praise God. I'm, I'm excited because I know I can't come up with it. I'm not smart enough to come up with this type of stuff. God is. And I thank God for giving me, maybe this ain't for you. I'll, I'll speak it to myself. I thank God for giving me the analogy that I must be broken, that I can stay there and never, never be rolled by him. Because that's who we're rolled by. God showed me a long time ago, you are a hammer. And he gave me a vision. And in that vision, I saw somebody picking up the hammer and hammering with it. And then I saw that same person in my vision take that hammer and put it back on the rack. Why? God said, I'll put you back on the rack and you'll do nothing. I'll put you back on the rack and you'll just sit over there and collect dust if you want to stay there haughty and arrogant and stubborn. But if you want to change and you want to yield and you want to humble yourself, son, I'll take you and I'll use you. I will hammer away at things through you. Daughter, I will hammer at things through you. But you are nothing without my hand holding you. Understand that a stubborn stallion will never get rolled, but a broken mule will enjoy many trips. So remember this as we close. And this is not this is not motivational speaking. What I'm about to say, this is scripture. You are blessed and not cursed. You are above and not beneath. You are a lender and not a borrower. And it's time for us to arise and be who we are. We are the sons and the daughters of the living God. Hey, that's all I have for today. I pray that you are blessed. I know I was blessed and I pray that you are blessed. Hey, go on social media when you can. Share with us some feedback. Share with us a, a line out of this, this podcast that really made that really resonated with you. Our taglines are in the description of this podcast. Again, I, I am excited. I know this has blessed you. I can say that with all clarity. If you're a believer, I know this blessed you because I know the Father is speaking. And I'm blessed when the Father is speaking. Hey guys, this podcast was recorded by Tone Crafters at the Safe House Studio located in Houston, Texas. Be sure to visit their website at www.tonecrafters.com. Also guys, I'm going to ask you to share this video, like the video, leave us some comments on how we can get better, but definitely share this with as many people as you can that need to hear these videos. Uh, again, I'm excited about what God is doing. I pray that it's ministering to you. Uh, have a great week. We will talk tomorrow. Until then, remember, it's your time, so don't waste time.